Welcome to Glass Bones Hockey Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Burke. Joining me, as always, is my beautiful buddy, Mr. Kyle Franz. How are we doing today? I'm doing excellent, buddy. How are you doing? Ah, hockey's back, man. You can't ask for anything more than that, right? That's right. Who cares about those Phillies? I mean, I guess that matters, but not, not to me. Who? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Nope. Mm-mm. I turned it on for about 10 minutes, and I watched a baseball player try to act tough, and I turned it off. <laughs> oh, The only way I could do it is put a hockey game on my lap. It's fine. <laughs> do what you got to do, you know? Yep. Oh, yes. All right. So we are kicking it back. We are doing our goalie rankings because we put out our center ranking. We put out our winger ranking. We put out our defenseman ranking. But then we had some other stuff that we wanted to get to first. So we're going back and we are going to do our goalie ranking, which was made before the season started. So Jack Campbell and Stuart Skinner's performance on Tuesday or Wednesday night has no effect with this, just to say. So we're going to go through. We're going to rank our top. What did we end up on? What did I, you have? I did 16, but okay, I know 16. you always over-prepare. So. Well, I mean, I actually have a spreadsheet for this. So oh, boy. I have 70. That's it? That's it. Because that's all the NHL goalies signed to contracts. <laughs> uh, at that moment, there may be more. I don't know, but that's fine. It is it is. I have 16. Okay, 16. That's because <laughs> that's what we normally do. Because that's but what you, I was told. That. See, that this is how long it's been. I forget what we do because it's, yeah. we, it's been probably 10 weeks. Since oh, we it's been a long these. time. So, yeah, my, I mean, my list has been sitting next to me here for whenever, <laughs> I don't know, whenever we decided that we were going to do it, then it got pushed back. So, mm-hmm. is what it is. We had a lot of fun with the stuff we did. So, here we go. Yes, we did. All right. So, Kyle, why don't you, uh, why don't you give me who you got at number one? Probably who you have at number one. Andre Vasilevsky. Oh, I thought it was Jordan Bennington. Mm, I almost did. He was close. <laughs> He's close. He's there. I might surprise you. I'm sure you're going to have some surprises on your list for sure. (laughs) That is not going to be one of them. I I can't even do that with a straight face. It's not even fair. Who did they play last night? Uh, Dallas. Oh, yeah. It was Jason Robertson. Did you that move? Mm -hmm. Like, I I love Robertson. It was like, meh. Yeah. And Bennington's just like, uh, what are you doing? Anyway, anyway, we don't need to go down that rabbit trail because I could be there all night. All right, so Vas- you have Vasilevsky at one. Okay. Yes. Why? Because he is. No, I mean, he's- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like that was a Matt Burke type of response. That was an Elliot Repsick response. That is. That is yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, he has the two Stanley Cups. He's He's been a part of the Tampa Bay Lightning for a long time. Uh, he's always at the top of the list in Vezina rankings. Vezina rankings. Vezina? Look at you. You're getting better. Um, and he is. He's just he's the best goalie in the NHL, and I don't really think there's much arguing. You know what's funny is that I meant to say that wrong and said it right. Isn't that just how it goes? It looked like you were trying to say it wrong. Uh Uh-huh. And I said it right because that's what happens. This is how my brain works. That just shows you're becoming a good host. Oof, I don't know about that. We ain't there yet. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, All right. So, yeah. I I mean, I have him at one, too. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how you don't, really. He's With what he's done, with how young he is, with his stat, like his Game 7 stats... Mm-hmm. Are just unreal, and same with his game after defeats in in the playoffs specifically. It's just insane. Like he is just lights out after a defeat, and which well, up until this year was just he was so good in those game afters. So yeah, to me, he's got to be number one. I just don't see it. he's he's who I'm taking as my goalie for sure every single time. If I get that first pick, right for sure. So right, well, he's he's the, he's the goalie you want. You know, I did a lot of my list on goalies that I would want, like going into a playoff series. Like that's who I want back in my team. And yeah, he's he's gonna be he should be number one on everybody's list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll keep moving here. So number two, I have Ottinger. Okay. So yeah, I I think while he's Definitely, you know, still pretty young and made some, you know, he's had some soft goals for sure. But I don't think people realize how good he is and how he's the type of goalie that's going to lead you to a cup. 
Like he very calm, very just a very steady and solid. To me, he's somebody that I think is very, very could very easily win it, win a con Smythe in his career. He's he and goalies very rarely win that. Like you have to be very good to win it, which Vasilevsky has won. There's a reason for that. So I could see Andre being up in that conversation and having one. So to me, he's number two. Yeah, no, he he's number four on my list, but he he is very good. Um, I don't. There's a lot to me. He's the uh, and I know this might sound crazy because he was never at the top of anybody's list, but his style reminds me a lot of like Kari Lettinen when he played. Mm. Like his style looks a lot like it. He he's literally to me Kari Lettinen if he was if he didn't get brought over to the United States at the age of eighteen, like Lettinen was a very good goalie, just just like his athletic ability and stuff. Remind like Ottinger plays such a similar style to the way he did. And I just I really enjoy watching him play and yeah, he's American, so I love that you have him at two. Oh, absolutely. I mean he's he's gotta be Team USA's starting goaltender if we're if we're going to the Olympics, right? Oh absolutely. It has to be. Yeah. So yeah, I mean and you know, World Junior Gold, you know, he's got that too. Like just yep. very, very, very good goalie. So yeah. Who do you have it too? Uh, number two, I have Igor Sesterkin. All right, got the Russian goalies one and two. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he he is really it, it's it's amazing to me that New York was able to find him and just, just they've been just so fortunate to have goaltenders all these years and yeah, Igor came in and instantly just became a solid starting goalie and he's just so good. He really is. I th- I think he's I think he is one of the few goalies in the league that. When he's on, I don't know if a puck can beat him. Like it, he literally looks unbeatable at some points of the season. So yeah, he, he, really fun to watch. Really exciting, and yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of Dominic Hasek that way. Mm-hmm. Or just like when he's on, good luck. Yeah, like good luck because he's gonna stop the puck. Yeah. So I have him at number four. Okay, which is funny. We flip flopped our two and fours. Yeah, it's funny. I. I don't really have, I mean, I, there's just not much more to say about him. I think you did, you did a good wrapping him up. I mean, I think my only complaint with him is he's a little soft and tries to draw penalties a little too much. And Mm -hmm. it's like, just stay in your net. It's just stay in your net. But to me, it's also, I think there's an extreme that you don't ever go to. And I don't think he's ever there, but he's kind of like, it'd be nice if you would just tone that back a little Mm -hmm. bit. But he's also, I mean, he's 27. He's not like, old but or he's not real young but he's also not old yet so right. you know maybe some of that will calm down and stuff too but i really do like him i really think he's a very 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 good goalie and i am very jealous of the rangers going from monquist to him yeah is a beautiful thing because you went from one extremely good goalie to another extremely good goalie yep. so, yeah at number three i have connor hellebuck who we just talked about mm-hmm. so yeah, I I think he is. I mean, if Ottinger is not starting for Team USA, it's him. It's yeah. got to be. He's been, especially with, I mean, the way that he plays and his size and his, his mobility. I just love watching him, where he just looks like he's seven foot tall in that net sometimes, and it's just pucks are not going in, and he's so good, especially because Winnipeg has never had a shut down solid deep core, and he's always had really good numbers there, always. Mm-hmm. And so I really like the way he plays. I really like, you know, kind of the type that he, the style that he has and the way that he uses that size that he has very well. I'm just a big fan of his for sure. And, and, you know, going on Winnipeg for keeping him there. I mean, we talked about that last, in the last episode, so I don't need to touch too much on that, but just, yeah, I think he's a very good goalie and, and well-deserving of number three on my list. Yeah. Yeah. He's number five on mine. He, he's one of those goalies. It's weird. Like, Sometimes I forget about him and it's not like fair to him. I think it's just where he's at in Winnipeg. Like it's just one of those teams that like, I don't get to see that often, but he, I mean, yeah, when, when he is on same as like the guys we just said before, like he can just, he can just like snap into one of those modes where it just feels like, and like, feels like nothing's going to get past him. But he's also one of those goalies that like, I just really enjoy watching. Cause like, it's kind of like Brayden Holpe was his career. It's like, it's nothing mm. spectacular. It's just like, the puck just hits him and he just like corrals it. Like he's just well positioned all the time. And I really enjoy watching him play for sure. Yeah, it, he, he is. And I was trying to pull up his stats cause I'm, I'm interesting 
I'm interested to see. I wondered what his career save percentage is, or even just overall few seasons here. Yeah, I mean that's he's, the thing too. Like he's he's a finalist for he will be a finalist for the Vezina. Like he's in the top five, I think, almost every year, regardless of where Winnipeg is in the standings, because he is. He's just that dominant sometimes. What's crazy to me, his lowest save percentage in the NHL is sixteen seventeen is a nine oh seven. Oh wow. He yeah, had that's wild. 918 first year, 907 second year, 924, 913, 922, 916, 910, 920. He currently has an 810, but he's played one game. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's on pace for a horrible season. <laughs> uh, and even even in the play, I mean, this year he got torched with an, eight, eight, an 886. But Who did they play? Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I know. But. It- but even like looking back, the so 2020, 2021, he had a 931 in eight games. The year before that, a 904 and four, a 913 the year before in six, and a 922 the year before in 17. Yeah. Like he has one season under nine. Like his, even in the playoffs, 904 is his lowest. And like just, that's just crazy, crazy numbers. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so we're at number, who do you have at number three? Uh, number three, I have UC Saros. Our top five is flipped. It, yep. It's the same five goalies. Just I, I was I was actually curious to see because there's only one guy that I could see being in here, but I just didn't know who to take out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, do, I have UC Saros at three. For how small he is, mm-hmm. he is he. I feel like he plays like such a big game, and it's so weird like watching him because like you know he'll like cut down an angle so well like guys will just like shoot into his gut and like if you don't know what you're talking about you'd be like why did they just shoot it into him like he he just takes up the net it's pretty crazy it's it's really fun to watch i really enjoy seeing, watching him and nashville th- there was rumors this offseason that he was gonna get traded and i just I, th- I think nashville would be nuts to do that and i understand they drafted Askarov with their first round pick a couple years ago I, it's risky though yeah, that would be risky to move a guy like Saros to make sure he gets a spot. Like Saros is a top goalie in this league. And um, last episode we were talking about Hellebuck. I almost brought it up, but like if you're, I feel like he's one of those goalies I want on my team in a playoff series. Like mm-hmm. I just don't. I think he and, and unfortunately he hasn't really had the opportunity. I think he's only made the playoffs as a starter once, if he even yeah, one twice. So. It's it's hard to tell because mm-hmm. him and Rene split so much, and he, I know he, I think one of Rene's last years they did make the playoffs, and he played some games. But I, as like the true starter of the team, I don't think he's had like that true opportunity, like a real with a real good team in front of him, like a team prime to go win the cup. And yeah, Nashville, Nashville, another team going from Pekka Rene to him is was very lucky. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so. He started two playoff games in 15-16, two in 16-17, four in 17-18, but I think that was the year they lost to Pittsburgh? Yes. No, wait, 2018? Uh, no, 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 what couldn't have been? 16-17 was that year. Okay, so he only played two games that year, but then the next year he played four, so I'm not sure how many games they played that year. I don't know if, if Pecorini started most of them, but either way, and then one... In 1819, four in 1920, six in 2021. So, yeah. So 2021 was his only full series, Mm -hmm. probably. And he had a 921 that year. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's another one. 906 is his lowest save percentage so far, which is amazing to me. So, yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, I, I have him at five. So I, and I love him. I mean, he's just, for how yeah, for how small he is, he just plays so big. And I'm I definitely am I I don't like people who oh a goalie has to be six three or above to be a starting NHL goalie. It's just not. I get it. It's easier for sure, but it's not a guarantee because even like, I mean, Ben Bishop was amazing, and what could he have been if he didn't have the injuries? Mm-hmm. But I think the injuries are part because he was six seven. Yeah. You ha- it's a take you get one or the other yeah. you know kind of thing and you got to be careful because I a lot of the big goalies have injury issues so and Saros has hardly been hurt I mean hardly so 
He's and he's played a lot, a lot of games. I mean, he played sixty four games last year. Mm-hmm. Sixty seven. Yeah, I think he led the team, the league in games started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and that's the thing with him for how small he is too. Like, it's not like like you would think at someone that size they would have to like you know play the top of the crease, really challenge a lot. Like he sits back in his net and he still makes saves. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it's just it's incredible. It's really fun to watch and like he's one of those. I feel like he's one of those goalies that coaches would like to t- like show like mm-hmm. young kids. Like if you if I like if I was teaching a kid to play goalie, like he's definitely one of them. I would point out and be like, learn his tendencies because he just he plays the position the right way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, love him. Well, all these goalies play the position the right way, but you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, so, all right, that was number three for you. He's number five for me. So, four for you is Ottinger. Four mm-hmm. for me was Shesterkin. Five for me was Saros. Five for you is Hellebuck. Yes. Correct? Yep. So, number six on my list is Sorokin in the Islanders. Okay. Um, He reminds me of Nabokov. Mm-hmm. It's funny to me. Like, he kind of has a similar, like, similar pad, similar style kind of thing. And that dude just does not get beat on the ground. Like you, you just don't see him get scored. Like the puck has to, it has to be in the air to beat him. It's wild. I, and I just don't understand how he gets across the crease so fast sometimes, but yeah, I mean, another, another goalie that he's, it's funny. I mean, that's three of three of six are Russian. And it's so funny for me, at least for, mm-hmm. well, I mean, we'll see what your number six is, but it's funny to me looking at it going, because for a while, Russia did not have a starting goaltender. Yeah. Like, looking back on some of those Olympics, and I'm like, like, Bob starting. And, like, I think Bobrovsky's a good goalie, but, like, in comparison to some of these others, like, it was not it was not pretty. Yeah. And now I'm like, man, they have some studs. And it's two are 96s and one's a 93, 94. Yeah. They're, like, <laughs> that's... Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I mean, going back to that, like, you know, Canada had Price... USA had Miller, well, Price or Luongo. Mm-hmm. You know, Sweden had Longquist. Finland had Rene or Rask. Like, Russia was missing out on the goalie for all those years. I think that's what you were trying to say with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But And now they're in such a good place. But. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, now, they, now they'd have a true, really tough decision to make. <laughs> on that, I, that would, I mean... Yeah, that I don't want to be that coach. But no. so yeah, so I had Sorokin at six. Who do you have at six? Uh, well, Sorokin's at seven for me. Okay. So yeah, I have someone different at six. But yeah, I I completely agree though. Sorokin is he's he's perfect for the Islanders, and it is ironic that like Nabokov finished his career off there, and mm-hmm. he does. He it's his, it's more of like I don't think it's his really like full style. I think it's just his stance, like his. Yes. Like Nabokov always stood with his like legs so like close together. Yeah. Like he doesn't have like the wide stance. And that's what Sorokin has, which you would think in like today's day and age, like every goalie coach teaches you the wide stance. Like, so you can get down the butterfly quicker. You can, you have quicker reflexes every way. And like, no, he definitely, his stance is definitely more like closed than it, it is. It's odd to see, but even so with that, he still gets down so fast and that mm-hmm. just gives him the mobility side to side. It is, it's really impressive to watch. Um, so yeah, uh, number six, I have Darcy Kemper. It's probably the surprise one on the list. Uh, let me see if I can find him. He did not make my top sixteen. Yeah, I, I yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a bias for me. I've always been a big fan of his. Uh, when he went to Arizona, like I really enjoyed watching him there, and I thought for sure like he's going to get a gig. And then when he went to Colorado, I just think I think he was like underrated in that playoff run. Like, I, I think people said just like, ah, the team's so good. He didn't really have to do much. But, like, I remember watching that Tampa series. I'm like, there's a couple of games Tampa way outplayed Colorado, and they still won. And Kemper made a lot of really big saves in that run. So, yeah, I'm just a fan of the, his style. And, yeah, like I said, I'm, I, I wouldn't argue with someone if they were like, nah, I don't think I'd have him that high. But it's just kind of a personal opinion more than anything. Really don't have anything like a big argument to say why I have him up that high. I just, I like watching him play goalie. <laughs> Hmm. I mean, well, also yeah. too. One more point uh, you mentioned about the international thing. Honestly, right now he's probably Team Canada starter. If when they go, if if they played, I I don't have the only other. I only have a couple more Canadians on my list, and I wouldn't pick them over Kemper. Hmm. I well, it's funny because I have two Canadians over him on my listing, 
which I don't want to spoil anything. So no, 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 say don't. who they are. But I think he's definitely because while I have them higher than him in the ranking, it's also one of those things that's close enough that it would be like him and the other two would be who do you want starting? Mm-hmm. Like they're all very, very, very close. And yeah. so, which again is, you know, is fine. And, and if Kemper, if, if Kemper is one of the guys challenging for that starting role, I think that's good. Like I do, I think he's a very good goalie. He's six, five, like he's got the size and stuff like that. I, I can't, it's, and it's, it's funny to me, like looking back and I'm like, when he was with Minnesota, I was always like, he always left me wanting more. Mm-hmm. Like always. I was just like, he's just like he's good but he's really not like he's just meh and now i'm like he has turned himself into a very 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 good goalie and like even playing on some crappy crappy arizona teams in 1920 he had a 928 928 save percentage in 29 games in 1890 he had a 925 in 55 games yeah like just you know and now arizona wasn't horrible in 1819 but still i mean you know, and and yeah, because he made the playoffs in nineteen twenty with the with the Coyotes, and he had a nine thirteen save percentage. Yeah, but it's funny because when they won, he had a nine oh two. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. But but again, but he did what he needed to do, and and I also, I mean, Colorado's defense wasn't bulletproof that year, so it's mm-hmm. not surprising that he you know didn't have the best numbers, but. Yeah, I feel like he was. It was more just his big time saves. Like mm-hmm. he, he, he made this. He, mm-hmm. that's what. That's kind of like what I mean by like, I want. This is the goalie I want. Like it's not like their numbers have to be the best. It's just when I need a save, you need to make a save. And like I think, Col- I felt like Colorado went like when that playoff run. It just felt like they were undefeated every overtime. Mm-hmm. Like he was just making saves. Like he made the timely saves. He did what they needed to do to win. And I just. I just wanted to make sure I had him high on this list because I just, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And again, he's not, he's not there for me. He's, he's 17 for me, but I definitely understand the argument. Yeah. But, and one thing I want to go back real quick, because this stat is just mind boggling to me for Sorokin last year in in six playoff games, they went two and four and he had a nine twenty nine save percentage. And they lost. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's wild. That but is nuts. Anyway, I just Jeez. wanted to bring that up real quick, just because you know that's <laughs> that is just that that's crazy to me that that's yeah he's there, but yeah. So you know it's how it goes. Yeah. But all right, so that was number seven. That uh, Kemper was six for me. Seven was Sorokin. Okay. So number seven for me is Linus Olmark. Okay. So I think he's def. I mean, obviously he's he's the reigning Venza. <laughs> gotcha. I'm gonna send a petition in the league to change it to that. <laughs> what we need is a petition to Toyota to stop making. Well, they don't make them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll tell the NHL to sponsor or let Toyota sponsor that. I mean. I want some of that money then. You know, that's all I'm saying. Glassbones could use a couple uh, more microphones. And, I don't you know. think that's going to happen. Uh, I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, so I think, you know, it, and it's it's funny to me because you talked about on the last episode about a goal, like you as a goal, you, you want to keep them kind of in the same organization because then they tend to fall apart. And I think he's somebody that, while I agree with that statement, he is somebody that did the transition well. And like, he was very good in Buffalo. And like, I did not realize how good he was in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I was always like, yeah, he's fine. Like, he's nothing special. And then he got to Boston and then you saw it. You know, 938 last year, a 917 the year before. And then, and even in Buffalo, 917, 915, 905, 922. Oh, sorry, that was in the HL. 935, 913 like very 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 good numbers very good numbers and he's just to me he's proven that he's he's a starting goalie for sure in the league he's one of the top goalies in the league and quite frankly he might be Sweden starter right now Mm -hmm. I mean who else are you picking above him so I I just I like him a lot I think he's a very good goalie and he's you know which is why like I know there's a lot of speculation that Boston was going to trade him, and I get it. Boston's in a tough spot where they have a very good up and coming goalie, but to me, 
I think you need to keep that tandem. Like you mm-hmm. need to make it happen. And if the cap goes up by five million next year, I think you're safe. I think you're going to keep him because he's making five million dollars. Yeah. So I don't know that that would be an interesting one to me. But I do. I I really I think if they trade him, they better get a lot because they should because he's very 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 valuable. Yeah, uh, he's number eight on my list. Um, going back to your point, like you said about the switching organizations. Well, I guess my point, but what you said, my my point in saying that is. If you played like if like a Connor Hellebuck who's been on the Jets for I, I say like five plus years, like through two contracts, like if you switch teams after that, like you established yourself through that organization, you became a starting goalie, you worked hard, you've won a lot of games, you you like you mm-hmm. you're you made your name through mm-hmm. that organization. That's what I mean by that. Like a guy like Omar, like he he played a couple of years in Buffalo, but it wasn't like he was the guy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like dom. Like that's what I mean. Like mm-hmm. when I mean that, it's like you know when I use the quarterback analogy. Like you know that quarterback has led that team for ten years. Like he can't switch teams. He mm-hmm. needs to stay there. It's the same thing like here. So that's my point when I say that. So just to clarify and make you un- let everyone understand what I mean by that, because goalies can switch organizations, just not after a, a long time of being there. So. Um, this because the switch for Olmark was what he needed. It just mm-hmm. wasn't going to work in Buffalo. He mm-hmm. needed to move on. He was in the organization for a decent amount of time. They were waiting for him to come up, and I I don't know exactly where he was, but I think he was playing in Sweden for a while, and they were waiting for him to develop over there. And it it just it took too long. And by the time he was ready, Buffalo just wasn't at the spot they needed like him to be. Like they really weren't ready for him yet. So he moved on to Boston. And holy shnikes. <laughs> like you, that last year was ridiculous. It was, it was absurd what he did. Um, anybody that says that team was why he did that. I mean, it, he was one of the biggest reasons they had the year they did, which is why I was pretty adamant, like hoping they kept them because uh-huh. it's like, if you want to compete with losing the guys that they have, you need him and Swayman to both be as good as they were last year. Or, you're not going to win anything. Mm-hmm. And I think they can, because I think they're both, at, they're both good enough. And Olmark is the better goalie of the two right now. So yeah, he, again, one of those guys that he makes himself big. He, he takes away, he takes away the bottom of the net really well. And he's really fun to watch. I, I, I watch him night in and night out and he really is. I really enjoy watching him. And frankly, I never want to see him go, but I understand the business and it mm-hmm. is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, which, I mean, it's tough because he's almost a little too young, where it's like, if he was five years older, it'd be perfect. It's like, then you can kind of, hey, let's do the Pekka Rene, Juzi Saras, like, now for the next two years, you're going to, you know, we're, we're going to start that transition, mm-hmm. but he's too young for that. So, unfortunately, I think, and and goalies are so valuable right now, I think you almost have to because of what you could get for him, and he's not going to want to play, you know, 41 games or 35 games. He's going to want to play 50, 55. Yep. And then you're in a tough spot because you don't want Swayman sitting on your bench either. So, which again, Sweeney, he's got it. I have full confidence in that he knows exactly what he's going to do with the two goalies. Yep. But, but yeah, so yeah, no, I, I, I'm interested to see what he's going to do this year and how he's going to follow it up. And he had a good, a good start to the year yeah. already. So, yeah. All right. So that was, okay. So that was number eight for you. Yes. So number eight for me is Vimelka. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Is it Corel? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't wasn't sure if yeah. This these some of these names get me. So <laughs> Corel Vimelka, who is Arizona's starting goaltender, in case anybody doesn't know who he is, who ironically was drafted by Nashville. Really? Okay. Yep. I did not know that. Yep. I Jeez, also had, how the heck do they do that? <laughs> well, he never played a game in their well, organization. I just mean but they they evaluate the talent of a goaltender very well <laughs> up in Nashville. <laughs> Good old David Pole Pole Poyle. Dang it! Every time, man. I was, you got Vilmelka. See now I can't even say Vilmeka right, but you can't say Poyle. Oh man, I went the wrong one. Now you got me all screwed up. Now I'm clicking on Nashville's like Nashville's <laughs> cap friendly when I need to go to oh Arizona. 
I'm like, who am I even looking for anymore? I want to see if <laughs> the Melka's rights got traded or if he just didn't sign with them. I think I'm pretty sure he didn't sign with them. No, he didn't. Yeah, so he. Huh. And it's funny because Bill Armstrong just is like, ah, come over. I got a I got a one year contract for you. And then he played 52 games. And it's funny that first year he had a 368 and an eight and uh, 898. And even last year, there's a 343 and, an, and, and a 900. Mm-hmm. Those are not great numbers. Mm-mm. They're not. But I think <laughs> his numbers should be a lot, a lot worse. And he's good enough that it's it's kind of scary. Scary, honestly. Like what what this team is going to do this year, and I think he's going to be a very, very, very big part of that because he's very, very good. And I mean, if you go back to his numbers overseas, a lot of over nine hundred, a lot. So, in fact, everything on here. Uh, back to eleven, twelve when he was playing U twenty. Besides the, yeah, there's a couple of tournaments where there it was it wasn't nine hundred, but. Some very, very, very good numbers. So, yeah, I think uh, he's deserving of that spot, and I know that you're big on him, too, so I'm interested to see where you're going to have him. But, yeah, I like him. I think he's a good good goalie and well-deserving of that ranking. Yeah, he's definitely one of those goalies that you can't look at stats. I mean, it, yeah. stats stats like are, are definitely a good source to go to, but they're, they're not the answer to everything. Mm-hmm. They don't always add up to be like, that's how good he really was or how bad he really was. Like, he he is just I just really enjoy his game. Like he's just fun to watch. Um he just he's so mobile. He moves all around the net. He's a right handed catching glove, which mm-hmm. I know you love. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and yeah. He really is. I just really enjoy his game. I actually have him at eleven. I really didn't mm-hmm. think you would have him higher than me, but <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. It's how the game's played. Um yeah. I'm really cheering for him this year. I, I think everybody, if you've listened to this before, you know I'm very high on Arizona, and I just I think it's really cool. And I I hope for his sake he has a good year this year. This mm-hmm. is a big year for him because, well, it's a big year for Arizona in my opinion. I just I just think he can be the very big difference maker for this team because they won some games last year that they should not have won. They should have been. I I, I guess I'll just. I don't know, between him and Clayton Keller, if neither of them were there, Arizona would have had the highest chances to get Bedard this year mm-hmm. because like, they're just that good. Both of them are that good. So, yeah, I really enjoy his game, and I'm glad to see you have him higher than me and in the top 10. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. And they just beat the Devils. So, yeah, we'll see. it's all that. We'll see how it goes. I'm curious. He won. I'm pretty sure he was in that. Yeah, he was. Okay, good. I was watching it. Oh, okay. I see. I'm not important enough to keep your attention. It's fine. Nope. When you're talking, I'm watching. Well, I'm yeah. watching Buick's dad score short or shootout goals. <laughs> he had a 917 save percentage. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh man! All right. So, who do you have at number nine? Uh, number nine is John Gibson. Uh-oh. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I didn't like that reaction though. Well, and more, it, it, dude. The the biggest separation in our list right now is three spots. What the heck is <laughs> no, this? No, Kemper wasn't on your list. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry, I missed that because he's <laughs> all the way down here. <laughs> no, I mean John Gibson. It's a shame because if he wasn't in Anaheim, the in the state they are, I think, I think he he would be higher on most people's list. I mean, he is so good. He is such a good goalie. I hate it that he's there. I'm hoping, hoping Anaheim can figure something out in these next few years. And, um, you know, I hope, I hope they figure it out because like I said, you know, I'm a big believer in switching organizations isn't good. So like, I want to see him stay there. I want to see him help them get through this little rebuild and hopefully they start making some right moves and getting them back into contention because John Gibson is a top 10 goalie in this league. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I have him at number nine too. So okay, that's why I, that's that's what the reaction was. So I just I I love him. I really 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 love him. I've been a big fan of his for a long time. I know his. And he's another one that you can't look at the numbers because the numbers the last five years one two three four 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 years have been bad like bad bad. But he's in he's in a tough tough spot. That Anaheim team is just bad. Like, yeah. just bad. I mean, the amount of 40-shot games he's faced, like, you'd have to really... I didn't do... Well, I did, but 
just I did this list like a month ago, so I, I don't or two months ago. So I unfortunately I don't have much many stats in front of me, but um he he faces a lot of forty shot games. So mm-hmm. you gotta put that in consideration, especially with the goals against the average. Like it's it's not even fair. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because he's still career wise has a nine twelve save percentage. Which is insane. But yeah, I mean he had a three ninety nine goals against yes last year. 319, 298, 3, 248, or 284. Like, just the last couple of years have just been rough. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think he's well-deserving of that spot at, at number number nine. So you got to acknowledge the 2013 World Junior Gold Medalist, too. That you do. And the best goaltending performance. Hmm. Spencer Knight's pretty close, but mm. one of the best goaltending performances of a World Junior tournament I've ever seen. <laughs> You mean like um, unlike Flurry shooting it off a cover and back into the net? <laughs> oh wow, that's a throwback. <laughs> I will say Flurry had his yellow pads in that tournament with the Canadian jersey was very cool. <laughs> Love it. Oh man, do you know who uh, Gibson's backup was that year? Um. Oh. Oh my gosh. Garrett Sparks. He was the third string. Okay. Oh, who was it? It was John Gillis. Oh, that's right. Oh, that jar- oh, I knew that one. How did I get the third goal? <laughs> that's funny. I had, would have had no clue. Sparks was on that team. Yeah. It's funny. But and it's funny because Gillies was that guy that was supposed to, he was supposed to be so good. Mm-hmm. And he's massive, at least 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. And just never, just never panned out. Well, I remember he played in the tournament the next year and it, it wasn't pretty. Yeah. Good, coming off of what Gibson did. Yeah. It was 92 save percentage. Yeah. In four games. Yep. It wasn't good. He he yeah. struggled big time in that. I remember that one. It was it was hard to watch coming off of a gold medal and then that's what they followed up with. It wasn't fun. So Yeah. Oh my gosh. He played for Lehigh Valley, Providence, Maine, the Devils, and St. Louis last year. Two years Whew. ago. Wow. That's a lot of teams in one year. But anyway, getting sidetracked. But yeah. <laughs> Gotta put the world do. junior stuff. Yeah. Because the world junior stuff is the most important. All right, so number 10 for me is Jeremy Spiman. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, which is scary to think. Boston has two of the top 10 goalies in the league. Yep. But I just, again, and this is what I think makes the Olmark thing tough, is Swayman should be starting games. Mm-hmm. He's well-deserving of it. And there's so many teams that need a goalie <clears throat> Edmonton. But it's funny to me because I'm like I think part of why they do so well is that constant push inside, mm-hmm. and it seems like the relationship between the two of them is very good, and that's pushing them to be better all the time. And isn't this I'm trying to outdo you, and I'm trying to be better than you? It's more of I'm trying to be the best I can be, and if you have the net, you have the net. I'm going to support you, and that's so cool to see. But it's a great problem to have having two of the top ten goalies in the league for sure, and so. I love Swayman. I think he's another, like, he's like that dark horse to be, I mean, he's probably my third goalie, third American goalie on this, on a, on a team, <laughs> if I'm honest. And it's funny because when we did our Stanley Cup teams, he was my starting goalie. Yeah. So now some of that was he's on his entry level contract. And I'm like, for the bang for that buck is massive. So you got to go with it. But even still, I have, but I have no, like, I'm not sweating about that at all. I'm not like, ooh, this is a little risky. It's yeah. like, no, he's he's good enough to play there. Yeah. No, he's a gamer for sure. He, I feel like he's one of those guys that he he can win game. Like he's going to be a winner. He just he has a mentality for it. Like he's always just smiling. He's always happy. Like he just loves hockey. And yeah, I, mean, I think it is. I, he he's different. He's different than most goalies. He has this different attitude. You can just tell the way he plays. You can tell by the pads he wears. You can just tell he's just got like he's just got a little bit of swagger to him. I really enjoy his game. I hope so. I also have him at ten. <laughs> but it is no. I mean, they're the perfect tandem. They really are. And I think last year Olmark played what forty six games, forty four games, something like that. So they're pretty much split in the net. Um. So yeah, I, I think this year it'll be. Pretty close to the same, if I had to guess. And yeah, Swayman is. It's incredible to see, you know, that quickly. He just kind of came out of the woodwork and and just, yeah, I don't remember ever really hearing much about him. All of a sudden, he just like 
came mm-hmm. up, he played a game and looked great. And then it was like, wow, no, this kid's got it for sure. So I remember hearing him in an interview once when they, when Tuka Rask came out of, or mm-hmm. he came back for a little bit there. He played like for like three, two or three weeks and mm-hmm. ended up retiring. They sent him down to Providence and like, they, I remember someone asking him, it was on a podcast or something. He said, he was, they asked him about it. And he was just like, yeah, I mean, I don't really care. Whatever is good, best for the team. Like I just, I just told them like, when I come up, I'm never going back. Mm. Like I literally told that to Sweeney when he sent me down, like, just so you know, like I'm, I'm doing this out of respect, but like, I'm not going back down there. Mm-hmm. Cause when I come back, I'm going to prove to you that I'm, I'm an NHL goaltender. So like just having that mentality is just big and yeah, it's cool. And that helped me win my fantasy league <laughs> because somebody, well, it's funny cause I had picked up Rask because he was supposed, you know, cause he was supposed to play. And once they announced a contract, I'm like, I qu- quickly hopped on it. And then that panned out. Poorly, and so then some, the, whoever had had Swayman dropped him when he got assigned to the AHL, which and rightfully so, but because I actually look at my fantasy teams and check them daily, I saw that when, as soon as Rask it was Rask was like I'm done, I immediately picked up swapped him for Swayman, and he helped me so much that year. Yeah. So it's funny you <laughs> mentioned that story because it's like, yeah, he saved he saved my fantasy yeah. fantasy season, but which is what the goalies do, so. All right, moving on to number 11. So you had Vimelka there. I have Marc-Andre Fleury. Okay. So I think we talked about him, you know, a bit with on the episode of Pittsburgh about just the kind of disgraceful nature that's been happening to him over his career. And it's a shame. It really is a shame what he's gone through. But I do think he's a top goal in the league. I think he has moments and unfortunately come at really bad times and it really looks bad. But I do think he's a very, very, very good goalie. And so, to me, he's somebody that I want him. I want on my team. I want him starting games for me. I want to keep him in my organization. And again, to me, you know, I don't know what he's going to do after this year. I don't know if he chooses to stay in Minnesota, but I could totally see him going back to, to Pittsburgh next year. And that being so good for that organization to have him back because he should have never left. But yeah, yeah I do. I think he's a great goalie. And so, to me, number 11 is where he lands. Yeah, I have him at number twelve. Um, yeah, I, I am big fan of Flurry. Uh, I actually wanted to put him higher on this list just out of respect because Flurry, I think Flurry is the best goalie. Um, well, a, like Price, Lundqvist, Flurry. It's those three. I don't really have any other. Like, I have other goalies that I really enjoyed watching, but I think of those three, like those three are, and you can order them however you want. But Flurry's on that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you've just seen it happen too many times where he just like that Vegas run that first year, like he was just so dominant that whole year, that whole playoffs. Like he, he really is. And talk about like personality. Like he's just a guy that you, you know, after all he's been through all these teams do to him, he just always seems to still have like that smile on his face. He seems to just want to win. He just wants to win. That's all he wants. That's all he cares about. You can just tell he plays that way too. Like, so Yeah. Just a very good goalie, very steady, does this job well. I don't know. I just really enjoy watching him play. Just sucks the stuff that teams have put him through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. But hopefully he hits a couple milestones this year, which I think he will. You know, I mean, this is season number 20 for him. It's wild. Jeez. So 986 games played. Really? I didn't realize he was that close to 1,000. Mm-hmm. Yep, a 913 save percentage. Career-wise, 73 shutouts. Good for him, man. Yep. What a career. Yep. So and if this is it, good on him. It's been quite a career. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Him. So number 12 was for Flurry for you. Number 12 for me is Thatcher Demko. Okay. So, Mr. Let Me Puke in My Mask. But did you hear about that? No. He got pulled from their game on Tuesday or Wednesday night, I guess it was. Maybe last, last night. Apparently, there's a flu going through Vancouver's locker room right now, Ugh. and he <laughs> threw up in his mask. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, that's no, so I missed gross. that. <laughs> kind of glad I missed it. Yeah, that would be horrible. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he's another he's another one of those goalies where I think that a lot of people are questioning his ability as a starter. You know, And I know that you had brought it up at one mm-hmm. point about, do I think Demko's the guy there? And I do. I, I do think he's somebody that can win, that can win a cup. I think he has the size. He's he's one of those goalies that, like, I remember he, he's another World Junior guy. Like, watching him at the World Juniors, I'm like, 
he's going to be a stud. And then, of course, how do you forget the name Thatcher? Like, mm-hmm. it's just a unique name. And I just remember, like, kind of keeping up with him a little bit with college and stuff, and then him making it to the league. And I'm like, he's here to stay. Yeah. Like, and he's going to be a very, very, very good goalie for Vancouver for years to come. But, yeah, I like him a lot. And so I gave him the number 12 spot. Yeah, that's good. I do not have him on my 16. Uh, I do have um, my questions. I, I'm not 100% sure sold on him, but no, it's a big year. So this year's a big year for him, for mm-hmm. sure. I, Yeah, I, I mean, I like his game a lot, and I think Vancouver's in... I think that's their best option, no doubt, and you have to wait and see. I still think there's some waiting and seeing because, unfortunately, health has not been on his side. Mm-hmm. Every, like, every year, you're just... I don't... I just want to see him play in 82, obviously not all 82 games, but stick around for all 82 games mm-hmm. and play. Like I want to see him start like 55 games and mm-hmm. let's see, let's see what you do there. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I do like him. I'm not, it's not knocking him. I just want to see more. And mm-hmm. next year, there's a good chance he's on this list. Mm-hmm. For Absolutely. Me. And yeah, you know, you got to do it. So, yep. All right. Moving on. Who do you have at 13? Uh, 13. This is another guy that, Next, this is a big year for him, but I did want to put him on here. It's Alexander Georgiev. Okay. I I really enjoyed watching him when he was in New York. I remember when, you know, Lundqvist was kind of, his career was ending a little bit, and Igor wasn't here yet. And that was the year they traded um, Nash, Zuccarello, McDonough, mm-hmm. JT Miller. Like, they did that, like, letter to the fans and stuff. And then Georgiev came in. And... I remember watching, it's so weird. You know how those little things stick with you. So mm-hmm. I was watching, it was like, they used to do that Wednesday night rivalry thing on NBC and the Rangers and the Penguins played. And it was like a couple days after that. And Georgiev went out and pitched a shutout against them. And one of his, it was one of his first games. And I'm just like, there's something about this kid that mm-hmm. I just really enjoy his style. Like he is fun to watch. Um, it, it is. It's just cool. And then he got the opportunity to start this year in Colorado. Was it great? No. <laughs> but it wasn't bad. Like, it was pretty good. Because I don't think Colorado is as good this year as they were in years past, like, as a team. So, I, I am excited to see him in another full season. I think this year is very big for him. There's a good chance he doesn't make this list for me next year. But I think right now, the names I was looking at, the numbers from last year, he's in the top 16, no doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played 62 games last year with a 919 save percentage. Yep. So, and he's on he's on par for a 944 save percentage this year. <laughs> oh man! If I didn't chuckle, it could have sounded serious. Oh yes. So I have him at number 20 on my list. So I do agree. I think it's a big year for him for sure. I. It's funny, I thought he had a much worse year than he did, and I looked at his stats, and I was like, oh, he actually had a very good year. Mm -hmm. I just, to me, there was just, I don't know, he just never looked settled whenever I watched. And I'm just like, and he's like, holy, that I'm like, I just can't, I'm not sure, quite sure where I think of him. Like, do I think he's a real starter, or do I think he's more of like a 1B or kind of thing? Mm -hmm. And I'm not set on that yet, but I think some of it is, we finally got to see him as a starter last year. I need another year, you know, and that's why, like, he's not on my list right now, but he very easily could slide in there next year. So, yeah. Yeah. Number 13 for me is Gustafson. So, okay. I yeah, talk about, you know, teams have having good goalies. I mean, Minnesota's in a very good spot with Fleury, Gustafson, and then with Jesper Wallstadt in the, in the wings ready to come out. So, I think he's primed for a very, another very, very, very good year. And it's another funny Matt Murray stupid story of, you know, he's part, he, Gustafson was part of the, wait a minute. No, that's not right. No. He's sorry. He was drafted by Pittsburgh. Yeah. So in some ways it kind of ties back to Murray because they traded him because they're like, oh, we got Matt Murray. We don't need him. (laughs) And who won that one? Yep. Dummies. But it's just funny to me, like, crap whatever um like and i just i really do i think he's a very 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 good goalie and i'm really interested to see what kind of what kind of step he's going to take this year because he's he's very good but they also have flurry there and how do you want to do 
how do you want to manage the time? And I think that that's going to be something that they're, they're going to have to figure out for sure. But I do, I do think that, that Gustafson is, is somebody that could very easily be in the top five this year in mm-hmm. same percentage. So, and very easily could be up for a, up for a Venza. Mm-hmm. Well, he was uh, traded to Ottawa for, with the Derek Broussard deal, right? Isn't that what it was? I'm pretty sure that's what it was from Pittsburgh. And then Ottawa flipped him to Minnesota for Cam Talbot, which is ironically mm-hmm. a deal that me and you both discussed before mm-hmm. we did the podcast saying, I love that deal for both teams. Cause that's just a good man to man deal. We did said all that. And yeah, Minnesota might've found a goalie for a very long time and Talbot just did not work in Ottawa. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's funny how that works. Uh, Gustafson did not make my list. My top 16. He just was part of the, of the Broussard trade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Which is funny. I did not realize. Okay. That's what it was. It's interesting. Yeah. Cause Pittsburgh, or sorry, Ottawa got Ian Cole, Philip Gustafson, a first rounder, which turned into Keandre Miller and a third round, which turned into Antonio Honka, which neither of which were drafted by Ottawa. So pr- clearly they traded both of those guys, or both of those picks, which is always funny to me. But anyway, and then that was when Ryan, Le- Ryan Reeves went to Vegas yeah, <laughs> that's funny. wild. Yep, no, that's crazy. Anyway, yeah, okay. So he did not make your list. Okay, got it. Uh, who is fourteen for you? Uh, fourteen for me is Frederick Anderson. Okay, I uh, nope. yeah, okay. I I wanted to put him on here just to roast Toronto for you. <laughs> no, I could- did nothing. <laughs> I just Toronto roasts him all the time and they blamed him for a lot of the playoff losses and stuff. I'm sorry. It, it, you guys screwed yourself. It was not Anderson. I mean, Anderson's a good goalie. I'm sorry. Like you made a mistake and you paid him a lot of money and you brought him in. You expected him to be, you know, carry price and no, he's not, but Frederick Anderson's a really good goalie. It's he would be higher on this list. If there was one thing injuries, Mm-hmm. He gets hurt every other week, and it's so hard to have him as your starting goalie because he's constantly getting hurt. He's had that issue his whole career; it never stopped. But I think, I think this year, if he does stay healthy, playing on Carolina, th- th- he's going to have a really big year, and he's like a kind of an underdog guy for like a, a Venza candidate. <laughs> a what? A Vezina. A what? Venza. Whichever one you want it to be. I want it to if be. You're the host. You tell me. I want it to be easy. And that is just something it will never be for me. It's a Toyota. Stupid. Stupid thing. <laughs> Dumb thing. It's also ironic to me that he is in Carolina because he originally got drafted by Carolina and then they didn't sign him. And then he got redrafted by Anaheim and then he went to Anaheim. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I remember him in Anaheim. He started a lot of deep playoff runs for them. That's interesting. Yep. He was a 20, 2010 seventh round pick, 187th overall. Hmm. And then Carolina said, eh. <laughs> and then in 2012, they picked him in the third round, 87th overall. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of funny. But, yeah, I, th- I think my... It's... it's cr- okay, that's crazy to me. I was going to say my only thing with Anderson. I mean the injuries is definitely that's a concern for sure because <laughs> he is he has hurt a lot. Was his performance in playoffs has not always been great. He's had two bad years. That's it. And the first was his first year as a starter in the in the playoffs, which was with Anaheim in 2013-14. He had an 899 save percentage in seven games. But the next year 913, next year 947, next year 915. Mm-hmm. And then he had an 896 in Toronto, which I think is where all the haters came out and roasted him about everything, which yeah, there was definitely some soft goals that year for sure, but it's not just his fault. And then a 922 in Toronto, a 936 in Toronto, and then a 927 last year in Carolina. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like I watched those series like pretty close being a Bruins fan because they played them a lot. Mm-hmm. And trust me, there was... the. I think twice the Bruins went up three to one on them and like they could not score on them. Mm-hmm. Like out going into those game sevens, like I was nervous. I'm like, I don't know how they're going to score on Anderson. They cannot beat him right now. And they always found a way, but yeah, no, I mean, he, he kept that team in a lot of those playoff series that should not have been going to game seven. So mm-hmm. yeah, 
you know, he's he's a good goalie. Yes, yes, he is. So I have him. Where did you? I have him at number twenty-three. Okay. So he dropped. I don't have much more to say on him. So yeah, number fourteen for me is Carter Hart. Okay. So I know that that's probably high for what for him, but I like his game. I think he's he's definitely somebody that's he's got a bright future. I don't think it's in Philly, but I do think he's he's got the mechanics and the attitude to be a very 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 good goalie and he just needs to continue to put it back put it all together and i think he's going to be he's going to help philly if that's where they if they keep him or whatever team he ends up in as long as it's not toronto i think he's going to help them a lot <laughs> yeah so no i have him at 15 so don't be too concerned <laughs> well, not I, I just i do he's a good goalie it's a shame he, these last past couple of years he's had injury issues and confidence issues and you can just you can tell but when he's on i think once he gets his game back in in groove like no nah, he's 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 up there he's very good very steady uh really really enjoy his positioning a lot too so yeah i i have no concerns that he's going to figure it out and become become a more elite goalie eventually and i still think there's a chance in philly i do i just i i hope it is uh, i should say <laughs> yeah i don't know See, that's a decision they're going to have to make, but we'll see what they do. Yep. Okay, so you had Hart at 15, so 15 for me is Akira Schmidt. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that is a bold strategy, Cotton, and we're going to see if it pays off, because yeah, we'll see. that could go one of two ways, realistically. So, we'll see. I I do think all the pieces are there. He just needs to put them together. And mm-hmm. I think having Lindy Ruff as a head coach will help with that. And that defense, of course, so good. So good. So we'll see. I, I'm not sure. I I know this is a little, little you know, uh, might be a hot take, but eh, why not? You know, I think he's he's up and coming, and he's definitely got a lot of the pieces that you need to be starter in the NHL. And hopefully for the devil's sake, that, works because it could very easily not and then you're kind of like eh, what do you do now because i don't think vanacek's a guy but i do think that the tandem of schmidt and vanacek can get the job done so yeah yeah no i mean he is not on my list but i i don't hate it because the potential is there and this list is what we think is going into the season not like generally based off of last season so yeah I mean, I think there's no doubt by the end of this year, there's a good chance he makes this list next year. And yeah, I kind of like that you threw him on there mm-hmm. because you're going to hate my next pick. Oh boy. Hold on. Um, yeah. I mean, he played, he only played six games in, in New Jersey two years ago and he played 18 last year. They had a 922 save percentage and mm-hmm. in nine games. He had 921 in the playoffs. Yeah. So good numbers. Yeah, he won them a playoff series last year because mm-hmm. if Manichek stayed in, they were not winning that playoff series. So yeah, it was big. Mm-hmm. All right, so hit me. Who you got at sixteen? One guess. Jordan Bennington is not surprisingly. I almost, I almost did again, just like at number one. I almost put him at sixteen. All right, let me look and see. <laughs> I'll give you one more guess. Hold on, hold on. I'm looking at the list. Hurry up. Um. I mean, it has to, has to be Sam set off, right? Nope. <laughs> it is your best friend, your favorite goalie, your favorite glove hand in the league, Tristan Jari. Oh, God. <laughs> oof. <laughs> Big oof. I, I that, like, is, I, that is a bold strategy, God. I like him a lot more than you do, obviously. That's fine. I, I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling. I just have a feeling with him this year. I have a feeling he's going to be pretty solid for Pittsburgh and going. And yeah, we'll see who's who's right and who's wrong. It could be Jordan Bennington, though. Mm. Like I said, it was close. Mm. Mm. I almost put him above Vasilevsky, but I couldn't put him in front of Tristan Jari. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, at least he got the shutout tonight. So, because that first game was rough. Mm-hmm. He was the re- part of the reason they lost. I'm not gonna lie. This, there was at least one of those goals was soft. Yeah. And I was like, don't know that you want to be starting the, the season like that. But no, nah, I mean, I. It's funny. I have him at 30, mm-hmm. but I don't. I mean, I don't think he's horrible. I just don't think he's 
great. Yeah. Like, I just, to me, there's a lot of other goalies. But again, I and this is the part that I think gets tricky is like to me, like from like 20, 22 to 30 is all interchangeable. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it kind of just is in that tier where it's like, eh, you know, and that's where like, do I think they win the cup with him? That's tough. I don't think they have the defense for it, especially now with Carlson being there. I just don't think that they play defensive enough to win a cup with him in net. But at the same rate, I mean, if Miami can win a cup, if Matt Murray can win a cup, why can't they win with, with him in net? So yeah. I'm not super high on him, but I certainly am not. Like, I mean, I'm not as low on him as I am on Bennington, but you know, that's <laughs> pretty much the floor. But. Yeah. Uh, yes. So for me at number 16, I have Aiden Hill. Okay. So that's my boy. Yeah. So I just decided that, you know, he, he needs to be on here. And it's funny because he's not, he didn't even start Vegas' his first game. No. So it's clearly they're going to be using him as the bat. And well, I guess I think him and Thompson are going to split roles. Yeah. But for sure. It's just funny to me how that, you know, how that goes. But yeah. yeah. Anything else on you you want to add before I run through my list of goalies? I, I think it's, it's more, it's tough when, like you said, from like 22 to 30, I think honestly from like, I, any I, I don't know. After like our top twelve, I feel like it was pretty much a crapshoot of who could mm-hmm. be up there. Like mm-hmm. it really is. It's it's tough. There's a lot. There's a lot of good goalies, but there's only a handful of like great goalies. Mm-hmm. So it is. It's weird. It's weird where the league went because the league used to be so dominant on the starting goaltender. Where now it's like every team has two very good goalies, but not mm-hmm. like one amazing one and one meh. Just mm-hmm. enough to play twenty something games a year and just give them some rest. So yeah, it is interesting. Mm-hmm. There's very few of those sixty plus starters. Yeah, anymore. Very few. But, yeah, I yeah. think I think our top five. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm, I think I'd expand that to seven for me. Yeah, because I think I think Vasilevsky, Ottinger, Hellebuck, Shostarkin, Saros, Sorokin, and Olmark are all guys who could start 60 games and be fine. Yeah. I think after I, that... I would, I would question Olmark just a little bit just because he hasn't done it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where the other ones have. I, I'd like to see it, but he's he's on the edge of it, though, because I feel like he could if he had to, but mm-hmm. it'd be... That's a lot, so... Yep. Yeah, and that's... It's tough to say with somebody who has not done it, but... Yeah. But yeah, I definitely think that, you know, even so, okay, all se- of the first six, yep. which I'm pretty sure... Which isn't many. <laughs> You well, yeah. Well, I, and, and that's the point to thirty-two, right? Like it's you know, I'm not good with math, so I can't tell you what percentage <laughs> that is. But yeah, no, I, I, it's it is interesting. It is fascinating how the league has kind of changed to that two goalie system. Yeah, you have to have two goalies now, and some you have to have three because you have a goalie that has an injury issue. Yep. You know, and it's funny because you saw that Colorado with taking uh, shoot Pro, Profestev. Uh, oh shoot. yeah, yeah, I did see that. I forget what his how you pronounce his name. Yeah, but um, they picked him up because Francois is hurt right now, and I would not be surprised if they end up keeping him, like yeah. just running three goalies because you kind of have to, and sometimes you need that insurance piece. But yeah, all right. Anything else before I run through my list? Nope. All right, go so, ahead. Here we go from one to seventy. So. One is Vasilevsky, two is Ottinger, three is Hellebuck, four is Shostarkin, five is Saros, six is Sorokin, seven is Olmark, eight is Vimelka, nine is Gibson, ten is Swayman, eleven is Fleury, twelve is Demko, thirteen is Gustafson, fourteen is Hart, fifteen is Schmid, sixteen is Hill, seventeen is Kempfer, eighteen is Grubauer, nineteen is Bobrovsky, twenty is Gagoriev, twenty-one is Knight, twenty-two is Thompson, twenty-three is Anderson. 24 is Varlamov, 25 is Allen, 26 is Markstrom, 27 is Carposalo, 28 is Skinner, 29 is Vanacek, 30 is Jari, 31 is Samsonov, 32 is Huso, 33 is Kakinen, 34 is Merzlikens, 35 is Wedgwood, 36 is Lokinen, 37 is Talbot, 38 is Copley, 39 is Levi, 40 is Blackwood, 41 is Quick, 42 is Rata, 43 is the Cord, 44 is Bressois, 45 is Bull, 46 is Francois, 47 is Lindgren, 48 is Hoffer, 49 is Campbell, 50 is Ingram, 51 is Reimer, 52 is Vladar, 53 is Forsberg, 54 is Urson, 
55 is Tarasov, 56 is Comrie, 57 is Martin, 58 is Johansson, 59 is Montembeau, 60 is Drager, 61 is Nadelkovic, 62 is Jones, 63 is Bennington, 64 is Kochenkov, 65 is Lankinen, 66 is Mrazek, 67 is Stalock, 68 is Soderblom, 69 is Dostal, and 70 is Peterson. The 15th highest paid goalie is 70th overall and the last on my list. The poor, those poor seven after Bennington. <laughs> I couldn't put him at 70. I couldn't put him below Cal Peterson. Let's be real. Oh, oh that's funny. Now, it is interesting. A couple names you said on there, like Corpusalo, like Markstrom. Like I considered them when I made my list, but I, it's crazy. They should be higher, but we'll see. Yeah, it's it's just tough. It's a tough league. <laughs> All right. Sounds like an airplane just drove over your house. May have. That's uh, yeah. That's the right by right behind my house. It's actually I'm surprised the first time that we've really. I'm sure we'll be able to hear that. Oh, yeah. So sorry to the listeners. Unfortunately, my house is not soundproof. But anyway. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Anything else before we close this one out? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm. Excited we finally got to do the goalie rankings. It like you said, it only took us like eight weeks to finally get it done, but it is what it is. Oh uh, yes. Happens, right? I finally got to use my spreadsheet. I'm so happy. It's been open on my computer for forever. <laughs> and now I can close it. I'm yep. so happy. Oh uh, yes. Nice. All right. This has been another episode of Glassbones Hockey Podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we'll be back next week.